Welcome to the Carl and Jenny Talk About Podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, what's been happening, and spill the beans on each other. Listen and learn how to spend a lot of time together in a small space and how we make it as a couple. Subscribe for the latest episodes. Now here's your hosts, Carl and Jenny. Hello and welcome to another edition of Carl and Jenny Talk About. And haven't I surprised you that it's my voice that comes in first? You know when I said you take the lead this time, <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean for the start of it. <laughs> I just meant for the general conversation direction. Right, well I can take the lead with other so, things. So you've got it wrong anyway because you're not introduced who we are. I'm Jenny and... I'm Carl. <laughs> Welcome. And together... <laughs> we are... The Dream Team. The Dreamers. Yeah, the Dreamers. So, um, how's it been this week for you? What we've been doing? Do you want me to start or not? Shall I get the ball rolling? It's been pretty crap, hasn't it, with weather? We've got rubbish weather at the moment. I mean, I'm dressed in... I've, like, got thermal underwear clothing on just to stay a little bit warm. It's raining. We've even had a hailstone this morning. Um, Up to force 10 winds was forecast last night. Yeah, so we were backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards in the night on the boat. Um, but, yeah, we'd slept all right, considering that, really, I suppose. We were rocking about again a bit. Yeah, we were OK. One, no rain overnight. Yeah, but, but I, I had... Just sailed it down. <laughs> Cats and dogs sailing it. Sailed it down. Calling his idioms. For those of you in black and white, that means it's, it's pissing it absolutely down. Absolutely. I'm sure it you understand that one. Yeah. So, uh, and I didn't sleep too bad last night. Um, this week I've been in the wars, haven't I? Did You've... I say last week that I'd fallen off my bike or not? I don't know because one day just. <laughs> blends into, into another. It. We've got a leak here. Yeah. Right above my microphone. I just saw that. Right. Anyway, so uh, let everybody know, I've been feeling a right podge pudding bleh, No, you slob. did talk about that last week. And that I was going on a diet. So, yeah, I've been really, really good most days. And she's filling her face now with popcorn. Popcorn, because it's, very, it's just like eating dust. That's off Little Britain, eating dust. I eat lots of dust and it just fills you up and there's hardly any calories in it. So I'm doing a calorie diet thing. I'm trying to control how much I actually put in my mouth because it is only yourself that puts the food in. (laughs) It is only me that puts it in my mouth. So, you know, I ought to be able to control it, be a bit more, um, not put so much in. So anyway, so I thought I'd go on my bike because I do like my little push bike and I go around all the Greek hills um, up and down, that's the only thing we it's are just at as sea well, level. if you're going up and down Turkish hills, you've gone out your two kilometre distance. No, what I mean is, from here, because we're at sea level, whichever way you go, you've got a hill. It's uphill. So it's good for you, aerobically and all that, and that's good for knocking out some fat. But anyway, I was on my way back from one of these things, and uh, I'm just coming through town, of course through the busiest bit, and uh, this Greek guy ma- manages to just step across the road, like they do, not on any crossing, just steps out in front of me. Yeah, that's what my wheels Boop. did. And then I went over the handlebars and landed. I'm getting a bit of deja vu here. I think we did we did talk yeah. about this last time because I anyway. think I did brake skidders that. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, following that, I was all right. I got up, 
uh, and carried on. So I did three days of this, like just under a 10k bike ride with my friend. Have you picked and your scab yet? No, I didn't have a scab. I would have loved to have picked the scab. <laughs> but I didn't that even have a scab. That was the best thing about was... falling over on the school I know, playground. When you were little. You used to have to get that grit out, what hurt a bit. Yeah. But then a few days later, you could have sit in plaster. bed, pull plaster off, and sit and pick your, scab. pick your scab. You shouldn't pick anything. That's what I always think now when I've got a scab. But I still can't help but do it. How often do you get scabs? I got one the other day when I scratched my hand and you said, oh, what have you done on your hand? And have I you left picked it, it off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have and saved remember, a bit for me. Know, I'll just go off on that one because my grandma, I love all these old things. I love old sayings and everything. Whenever we bumped ourselves, there's particularly a bump on the head. My mum, my grandma used to put butter on it. Did yours? Yes. Put a bit of butter on your head. Do you know why? <laughs> to make it feel better. No. <laughs> I can remember. There's something now in in my brain cells. What's starting to whir? It's the fat in the butter that goes in your. There's something skin. in the. It doesn't happen in modern day butter, but there used to be something in the olden butter. Normal butter. What we probably have. what no in in Not the old margarine. There was something in the butter what they made back in those days. Well, it's like people who make hats now, they don't use mercury, do they? Because that's why they say you're as mad as a hatter. Because the hatters, the people who made hats, went mad because of the mercury content. I'm not saying there's butter in mercury. Mercury but and u- butter, even. There used to be something in butter, whether it was a preservative or something, and that used to react with your skin. <laughs> I'm going to Google it while you're talking. <laughs> No, it didn't. I bet you. It, it just made it feel a bit better and it was like nice to rub on. It was like a bit of Vaseline it on better it. better to lick off. <laughs> and it made you little. We used to have those like in cartoon bumps on your head. Can you Kids don't really have them anymore, do they? I can always remember when our Brad hurt himself. They, they don't really watch cartoons. It's all just Grand Theft Auto and let's see yeah. how many prostitutes or cops you can kill. Well, I can remember when Brad hurt himself and he was, he was only young. He might have been six or seven and he was absolute bugger. He was a real naughty young lad and um, my friend was looking after him this one day Debbie can remember and I can always remember this just sticks in my mind instead of saying oh her son had banged his head they'd had a bit of a squabble a bit of a fight our Brad with Ben and uh, she says Bradley's done this wheel on his head a wheel a wheel a wheel what a wheel and I went I don't know what She's, he's made him have a wheel Made. On his head. Sure, it was a wheel. A wheel. A wheel. I thought, what are you on about? I mean, this is Debbie who I'd like grown up with school with. You know, knew her quite closely, a good a good friend. She's talking in this stupid language. I always remember that. And all it was, it was like a, a just a mark, a scratch. She probably meant a welt. She said wheel. You probably heard it wrong. <laughs> I and we are pro- your proper English. You'd have translated it into wheel, thinking, yeah. "Well, that's not a proper I word." What, what the she's hell just said. That? Anyway, anyway, so I fell off my bike, but that well, was all right. Go coming on. back to butter on your head. Oh yeah. Oh, have you looked at all? Oh yeah. It's the phosphate. Butter contains a high fat. It's got a high fat contained. I'll start again. Butter, as we all know, has a high fat content, mm-hmm. and then. The, as an ingredient in it called phosphate, if you remember back to your days yeah. of chemistry. 
and that keeps your blood vessels from breaking down. So it thus prevents a bruise or some swelling. Well, there you go. Tell you, grandmother's ointments and stuff like it. that is always in it. I think we should keep it alive. I think there should be things like that that you can readily find. Oh, I'm sure there is that you can readily well, find on the internet. If you really want to, I've just found it. Granny's Cures for All, 50 Real. years on. It's Just as long as you don't get chillblains. The bookandobserver.co.uk <laughs> lifestyle forward slash Granny's Cures All. What does it say for chillblains on your feet? piss on it i don't need to read that one <laughs> i've had to do that but i saw something on facebook as well where they were interviewing um older people back in the 60s or whatever in yorkshire which is near where we come from and um they were saying and we how don't do come <laughs> from anywhere near yorkshire on here yorkshire we're 12 miles away from yorkshire that's south yorkshire still yorkshire dear no we're derbyshire we are derbyshire but it's 12 miles away from south yorkshire which is about 30 Kicky. or 40 miles away from Yorkshire. The <laughs> anyway, only... it was on calendar. I love Yorkshire pudding, though. It oh. was on calendar. And they were showing old people. And what do you do when you've got a bad chest? And they were all saying, and this is Rub one it. of my grandmas. Rub Vic <laughs> yeah. on it. Rub Vic on the chest. Put, 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 put a brown, cover it with brown paper, like make a poultice. No, and with that's vinegar. your head when you fall down the hill. Yeah, Jack, Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. But it's true. They were going through all things like that. Vinegar and brown, brown paper. paper. Yeah, make a poultice. I can remember my grandma saying things like that. But that's because they didn't have... You see, if it happened now, we'd go into our first aid box and we've got ointments and gizmos and... You'd get your arnica gel out, wouldn't you? Tourniquets and stuff like that, and we put it on. Back in them days, they couldn't afford to buy them. They didn't sell it in chemists because we'd just finished a war, haven't we? Oh, no, but they did finished... sell brown paper. Yes. So, <laughs> they used the original way. Contents from the brown paper mixed with vinegar gave you that chemical reaction what they then used to put on whatever. It was on your chest in particular. It's like, do you know in prison, not that I've been, <laughs> only as a visitor, in prison they make wine with old with oranges they get out at kitchens and bread cobs. And you know little sugar sashes? <laughs> yeah. They use them to put into the... They'll put some oranges, squeeze them into a bottle, put a bit of sugar in, mm-hmm. and then they... Nick a bread cob. They're not bothered about nicking because that's why they're in prison anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they nick a bread cob more, out at and kitchen. Apparently the more stale the better because of the yeast. Well, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know about staleness. And you break the bread cob up, stick it in your bottle, and over a period of a couple of weeks, it will ferment. And that's because they can't buy yeast in prison unless it's on black market side. So they use bread, and bread has still got a, enough content of yeast in it, even when it's been made into bread, that it'll ferment. Shall we try that then? Because your book is not working, is and it? that's how, in my theory, Jesus was reportedly made water into wine. Yeah. They had a bucket, they had some slops, they chucked some old bits of sugar in it and old bread cobs, Yeah. and it's fermented. Yeah. So... There you go. There you go. That's my take on the Bible. <laughs> Bible 101. But it's, it's quite true, isn't it? But I like those things. So <clears throat> I was just wondering, what do you think my grandma would have put on my back and my insides from when I've hurt myself? I should have some vinegar and brown paper, shouldn't I? Or as my mother would use, 
Arnica gel. <laughs> we laugh because I think we used to take the piss out of her so much. I think she's sponsored by Arnica. Mm-hmm. And you can go to you can go up to my mum's with any complaint whatsoever. I've got a bruise, I've got a sprain, I've twisted my leg, I've twisted my ankle, I've broke my neck, put some arnica gel on to be yeah, all right tomorrow. Does. And I blatantly refuse. To do it, no, you refuse. The, the few times I have actually, like, I thought, oh, right, go I'll go on, go on there. I'll pacify you. She's yeah. got something covered in the bathroom and I've put it on. Covered in the bathroom? There's a big jar like that big well, next, wherever to a, it next to a chair. There is now, but it does work. Yeah. So if you're listening, mother, yeah, I only say we no. Apologise. <laughs> we apologise for taking the Mickey out of you because it's some these things like that do work and they're natural products and stuff. So I'm all the I'm all better for it. And do you know another remedy for bruises? What? This one's probably not quite so pleasant. Peanut butter. Ooh, no, I would say that's pleasant. Yeah, but what rub that on? No, you just have a peanut butter sandwich. It takes your mind off it. <laughs> of course you rub it on. <laughs> have a peanut butter. <laughs> it would make you feel better, wouldn't it? Yeah. With some jam on it, it just tastes bloody lovely. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, you are a fool. I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> I'm just looking through medical news today and the number one preventative is Arnica gel. <laughs> oh, gosh, so good. Oh, that was good, that. <laughs> what was I thinking? Bruise healing diet. Pineapples. Oh, that's what I need. So I was saying I've been on three bike rides and... I'm so competitive with myself, went with my friend, and I wasn't competitive with Liz. We were all right. We were going up these hills. <laughs> she's only a couple of years older than me, but she's a fit woman. I thought you were going to say, but she looks it. <laughs> no, she doesn't. That's the problem. She's a fit woman. But we're going up these hills, and I said, I'm just going to have to stop a bit just to get my breath back. My legs are fine. You know, they ache a little bit, but that's not killing me. So we did this just under 10 kilogram. Kilogram, <laughs> kilometer bike ride up and down the hills, freewheeling in some bits. We've got the sun shining. We're on our bikes. We've got the wind in our hair. It's lovely. We're overlooking the sea. You know, there's a really nice route. Come back on the on the bike ride. I'm fine. Feel really good after we've done it. But you know, the next day. So after th- after three of these, the fourth day. I've been absolutely crippled, haven't I? Mm-hmm. I can't believe how much I've hurt. And it's like my core and the muscles that go from your spine to your core to whatever it is. And uh, it's just getting into the fact that you're not 20 anymore, but my brain doesn't know that <laughs> when I'm riding a bike. I'm so competitive It's on, with myself. I, make, I, I must have pushed myself to near exhaustion and I've absolutely been crippled for the last week. <laughs> I've not done anything, have I? Other than that. That little bit of canoe in that roll, weren't it? Yeah, and that absolutely crippled. So at night, I've had to have painkillers and all sorts. So I'm just about getting back there. It still hurts at night, but I'm all right in the day. So um, I'll be able to do something else when this rain stops. No talking of bruises. Mm. It reminds me once of one of my mates who got stung by a bee on his forehead and he ended up in hospital. Mm-hmm. And he almost died. Yeah. 
got anaphylactic shock? No. I, luckily, I were close enough to see it happen, so I ate that bee with a shovel. <laughs> That's like you in some of them, isn't it? You had a you had a bee sting in your mouth. I do get reactions to bee stings. Yes, I got stung in my mouth. <laughs> it was sitting inside the <laughs> inside the rim of my beer. It's always a bad place to be inside the rim. I reached across. It weren't a beer, it was a wasp. <laughs> and I had a sup out the can. Yeah. And as soon as I put it to my mouth, I felt something. I thought that's a, a I thought it were a fly or a wasp. And as I spit it out, it a little bugger just got its stinger out and got me on my tongue. But within Seconds. Oh, God. oh I thought, talking like that. Were talking like that. Can't talk. They were thinking. Luckily, we've got a friend on the boat next to us who's an ex nurse, and she's like, I've got a steripen, I've got this, I've got blah, blah, blah. If you get any worse, if you can't breathe, if your airway's closed, shout me straight away. I can't fucking talk. Yeah, I'm laughing. I couldn't help but laugh because it's so funny. So I am concerned because I'm making sure you're not I Googled up. it. I Googled it. Mm. And what did it say? Suck on a lemon. So, because I'd had some gin on board, we'd got some lemons, and I had to cut a lemon in half and suck on that. And it did take the pain away a little bit, but it was probably one of the most painful bee stings I've had. Yeah. One of the funniest ones was when I was mountain biking once, and I'd got my hat on, and you know how your helmet's got them grooves in to let air in? This bee flew in to my helmet <laughs> stung me on my head and it was like a cartoon <laughs> a lump come up <laughs> between owls got all that right dizzy wizzy yeah and then another time one had got me on my thumb when i was riding motorbike and my hand swelled up immediately and i couldn't even pull the clutch in yeah so I had to get rescued it's because you're such delicate you're such I a delicate know. little thing yes. aren't you that things affect you like that, don't, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so other than that, what else have we been doing this week? Uh, we've made us listed boat jobs. <laughs> I love lists. We've got a new app on his phone, and it's... I've, has anybody heard of a Kanban board or a Scrum board? This makes me bad. Anyway, basically, it's a list. So you divide it into three. So you've got, on the left-hand side, a list of all the jobs you've got to do. The middle bit, you put them into when you're doing them, and then the third side, end bit, is the list where you've done them. Yeah, and people for centuries have been doing that either in the head or with a piece of paper and a pencil. Well, you were going to draw down, it on you, wall, and I said, let's do a digital one. Yeah, but then these people have called it something else, and it's, wow, look at this, what we've invented. No, it's not being called anything else. They call it a Canuba Kanban board. board or whatever it is. A Kanban. 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 Kanban board. It's not a Kanban board, it's a to-do list. It's a Kanban board invented by the Japanese, <laughs> if you bear with me. Didn't I think my grandma made it up and it will work like what you've got to do? No, I, I disagree. So easy. But anyway, <laughs> that's just another one of your things that you like to do, isn't it? It's, um, it makes mm. you, kicks you up your arse a little bit. Yeah. So it's took me three days to do a list. <laughs> So now I've done the list, I actually made that one of the jobs to do. To do a list. So that went into me doing, doing. list, and now the the list is finished. So it you can, can go tick into it me. off. <laughs> so Great. it makes you feel better. Yeah, very good. So we've got about 
47 on the original list to do. We're getting down them. We're getting, we're getting down them slowly. I keep adding a few. I, I meant to tell you, this is going off your list thing, but another thing I've been doing this week is I tried starting <laughs> crocheting, didn't I? Oh, yes. That piece of string. That piece of string. I'm only on the first line that I'm trying to do. I've got about 20 fingers. Where Anne, who's been trying to show me how to do it, she's only got 10. <laughs> But it's dead hard to do. It's something that I would really like to I've be able to do. I've only got eight. Because, Other do you know... Other two thumbs. What I, <laughs> what I would think... I'm going to look on the internet because everything's on YouTube and how to do it. But do you know why I'm want, what I'm wanting to make? And it's not just a scarf like you used to do when you learned knitting when you were young. I want to make... A poncho. A poncho. Jen, it's took you three weeks now to do a line. What's not even five <laughs> inches long yet? Yeah, but ponchos. Start it now, and then by the time we finish this boating lock, it might be just finished in time for you to go back to a cold country. Yeah, but can you believe this? Both ponchos and tank tops. Can you remember tank tops? Mm. They're all in fashion this year coming in. So if always... I can crochet them, I can do them up for everybody. You can't even do a bloody line yet. <laughs> I will be able to. I shall master it, though. I, w- I hope you will. I like ponchos. I used to love a poncho. In I fact, had a when yellow we was, one. When we were back in England the other week, I went in Brad's shed into my camping bag. I found a poncho. I found my old fireside poncho. <laughs> yeah, you did Can you remember? That we both had one. That brown... When we used to go camping. It, it's No, it's a wool. It's Martin. wool. So you get a woolen blanket and you cut like a T-shaped hole in it and you can put it over you when you sat around campfire at night. Mm-hmm. And even if you get embers coming off the fire, it doesn't burn it because it's no. pure wool. And you just need your cowboy hat on top and you can go, whoa, <laughs> and pretend no, Cowboys you're... don't go, whoa, 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 whoa. And then pretend you're Indians and cowboys, can't you, around a campfire. Well, that's when I was sat in my teepee. Yeah, but and, I love And them. you think I'm joking, I had a teepee. <laughs> I don't think you're joking It's at still all. in Bradshed. It better still be in Bradshed. Mm. So. But how things come round like that. I love that. Yes. Which brings me... Right. I'm, I didn't have a gripe for you, <laughs> but I'm going to bring one up. <laughs> it's gripe time. Let's spill the beans. Bring it So, just wind back 15 seconds, if you can remember that far. Yeah. What did you just say? I'm not a bloody goldfish. I said, I love how old things come around again. Yes. So, (laughs) as we've discussed before, I do have lots of hobbies. And I go into them full on. Till I can master them. And then I get bored of them. But I keep the stuff. And you have to have all the stuff. And I'll put Big it on stuff. one. Yeah, Not I just have a all, ball of wool. I have all the stuff. <laughs> but 12 months later, two years later, five years later, I get interested in, interested in it again. Right. I've already got the stuff. I've not got to go out spending money. No. And you always say, you can get rid of that. You can get rid of that. You can get rid of that. You don't use that for two and a half hours. You don't need that anymore. So what's your gripe? My gripe is... You moan that I keep all this stuff, but then on your own admission, it all comes round again. Yes, but not electrical. So it don't matter whether it's electrical, mechanical or physical. It is. 
the electrical stuff that you keep is old-fashioned stuff. But times, it still works. Listen, yeah, it still works, but times move on. And you want the latest Bobber Job thing that does all singing, all dancing, but you won't get rid of the... It's like having a big telly with how thick they were. Right. They still work, Let me just tell but you, you now. wouldn't keep a, a, a screen that's like that wide because now you can get them... I won't keep an old tally. Wide. I've even chucked you would. I've even chucked monitors away while we've been on this boat. I was just going to say we've still got a monitor in there it in the shed. It's in, it went to the bin. Wow! Ah, so there you go. <laughs> Take it all back then. Gobshite! Yes, but that's what you do with things. Yeah, but you know the other week, I say other week, eighteen months ago when we went back to England, and I'd got a Roland synthesizer. And it was an old one. I used to use it when I was gigging. And our mate's got a music shop. So I said to him, do you think this is worth out? He says, yeah, you may be, You might get 50 quid for it if you're lucky, 100 quid to push. Because it were in good nick. So I left it with him to sell for me. And I think he got me 125 quid. And, and the going price was between 75 and 150 quid. Right. When we've been back to England... A few weeks ago, a friend of ours has just kitted out a studio with all new keyboards and stuff. And, and he's got not a, got the same one. He's got a few rolling keyboards. This keyboard I'm talking about was actually you buy the Human League, Depeche Mode, all them bands. They used to use this keyboard. It was Perler in its day. But yeah, it is a little bit old now. I was only looking on eBay the other night. Yeah. They're fetching over a thousand quid now. Oh, no. <laughs> That was just wrong timing then, that one. Yeah, but that were you. You might as well get rid of that. You're not going to play that again. <laughs> I win. I win. She's speechless. She can't I come back on that one. So anyway, most things, though, don't go up in value like that, do they? The things I get interested in are expensive hobbies. So you might lose a little bit, but you've still got quite a bit of gain to come back from them. It's just selling them at the right time. And having somewhere to keep them. Yeah. Because I'm restricted on space now. <laughs> yeah. I've only got a keyboard and a synthesizer now, and then a load of virtual synthesizers on computers and things. Yeah. Whereas before, I could fill this boat with all physical stuff. But anyway, moving right. on. Moving on. Have you got a gripe? I've got a gripe, yeah. But I just want to do... I, I wrote down... Um, just an observation that I've had this week because I thought they're the little things that uh, comedians look for and stuff, aren't they? And two observations that I've had this week is I don't know whether you do the same thing or not or, or if people listening do. I've started to overlook them, don't When I make a, a drink, a cup of tea for me or you... No. I know where this is going. <laughs> you don't. I do. Do you Shall when I you pour it? No, I'm, that's that's me. That's me gripe. When I pour it, I always pour. <laughs> I always pour mine first out of the kettle before yours. I always pour yours first. Why do you pour mine first? Because I've looked in kettle and it's always got bits floating in top. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, my observation is I'm pouring oh, bits in bottom. <laughs> yeah. So I thought if I pour mine first, I've got all fresh bit, and then if there's any dregs, you know, any bits in the bottom. It matters regardless. 
Because when you've got that lump of spit in it as well. It's not spit. No, it is what I put in. <laughs> but I think I'll put, give over. Oh. No, I pour mine first and then I think, well, mine's fresh. And as it gets lower down to the bottom of the kettle, you might have some lime scale, it's lime scale out at water. in the bottom. And I don't want that in mine. I thought, look after number one, isn't it? So you do the same. Yeah, but I, you pour mine first. I always pour yours first because I drink Earl Grey. <laughs> do you drink? You drink bloody Earl Grey, do you? Gripe, gripe. Well, as well as be it. Play your gripe music now, because no. this is coming on to my just, gripe. Just a minute. Come on. I drink Earl Grey, and you have normal tea, <laughs> and you like yours a little bit stronger. Da, da, da. So gripe, gripe, gripe. Wanna sure up? No. So I always pour yours first, so yours mashes to a better consistency of tea flavour. Every. Look at that, I'm, how I think yeah, about you. And now you're going to take piss out of me. The gripe... Is, you make me a cup of tea and then I leave it on side going cold. No, how much this really <laughs> bugs me in the morning. I mean, you're not in the best of frame of mind in the morning, are you? You, do, you no, just want to be able to <laughs> make a cup of tea. and You just want to be able to make a cup of tea. Just come around slowly and, you know, start to feel a little bit better and stuff. I'll say to Carl, do you want a cup of tea? And what really winds me up is... I say no. He says, I've got then a choice. Do I have black tea, green tea? Green tea with lemon. <laughs> green tea with lemon. But black, Hunting no milk. tea with normal milk. Or no do milk. I have, no, I don't have milk in them. Or do I have coffee? Do I have it in the plunger coffee thing? Do I have the normal coffee? Filter do I coffee. have milk with it? Do I have uh, al- not almond milk, soya milk that we've been using lately? Or do you want just a plain cup of tea? <laughs> or just to ask the question. Right, but normally... Just to ask the question. I've not you? been drinking normal tea. So I've been drinking Earl Grey for the last few months. And we've gone, we've gone on to drinking this soya milk, which is quite creamy. <laughs> but it's a ridiculous amount of money. I think we might go back to normal milk. <laughs> it's like £2.80, €2.80 for a litre when you can buy normal milk for about 70 2.30. cents. 2 normal Dentist milk. closed. Tooth hurty. <laughs> I can remember that time when I went to the dentist and he said, I've got to, I really had got toothache and I needed a filling taking out and swapping or a tooth taking out or whatever. So I went to the dentist. Here in Greece. And he, he did like the checkup thing and he says, Okay, can you come back in a couple of days? I says, Yeah. He says, What time? No, I says, What time? He went, 2 30. I says, Yes, very much. He says, Excuse me. He is Greek, but he does speak quite good English. Brilliant English. I says, yes, it does. He says, it does what? I says, me two-thirds. He says, I know, that's why I'm going to take it out. Okay, what time do you want me to come? He says, 2.30. I says, yes, it does. And then I had to explain to him, 2.30 is a joke in England for going to the dentist. Yeah, but then explain when when you went to oh, the yeah. dentist. Very quickly. What he did, quick. Oh, okay, lovely. so... Carl doesn't like dentists I, at all. I don't like dentists. <laughs> I do have a fear of... It. Well, I don't anymore. I'm not bothered anymore. <laughs> but I had a wisdom tooth, and I was going to this dentist in England, and this wisdom tooth became loose, and he refused to take it out. <laughs> he says it'll come out of its own accord when it's ready. Okay. Well, it did, and I bit onto it, and I bust four teeth. 
these out are sort of... Because the wobbly that, tooth went on to the yeah. neighbouring teeth. So <laughs> it broke the teeth, but I thought, well, I'm only going to be in pain for a few days and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then the pain and will, then pain will wear off and I'll, I'll get used right. to it and I'll not have to go to the dentist to have them took out. Anyway, it got worse and worse and worse and worse and I got abscess into it and I'm having to go around scrounging antibiotics from people <laughs> who've, who've not used the full courses. And then when we got here, we thought, right, we're going out to see. The last thing I need is toothache really bad. Mm. So I better go to the dentist and get it sorted out. So I went into the dentist in Agnakia. And I said, I'll come with you. So I walked in. I'll wait. And I said to him, look, I've got a fear of dentists. And he goes back to when I was a kid and one of them did something with anesthetic. Anesthetic. And anaesthetising me, that's what I was looking for. And it just put that little bit of dread in my head every time. Some It's, it's when you're that... <laughs> and you're downstairs and it makes your knees go... <laughs> So, yeah. anyway, I go in and he's like, yeah, okay, we can do this. I will take this one out and I will take this one out. Bearing in mind, these are half teeth, what I've had in for like three or four years and not got them fixed. And then there was one at the top. There was one either side at the top and one either side at the bottom. And he says, we might as well take them all out. Because they're Cause bad. There's, there's not they're enough not to doing anything, yeah. rescue. So, okay. So... <laughs> I make this appointment, we go in, he injects me in my bottom gum, I start <laughs> slathering. <laughs> Can you feel anything? No. No, your mouth's hanging down my to, gum, your, my to, gum's to your down shoulder. Here. <laughs> so he pulls it out, and to be honest, it was quite enjoyable. <laughs> and then he says, okay, while well, I've got the bottom numbed, I'll do the other side. Okay. So he just puts a little bit more anaesthetic in, this is into my lower jaw. <laughs> takes it out the other side and I'm thinking when are you going to do one what's got what's what I've just recently I'd had an abscess haven't I when <laughs> are you going to do the one what's hurts and I've got the abscess under so anyway he says okay that's it for today that's uh, enough come come back next week and we'll do the rest I says I need the one taking out what I've come with the pain with and he went Oh, wasn't it the bottom? I says, no, it's the top one. <laughs> well, he so peed he's, himself laughing. So he starts he? laughing. <laughs> yeah, I've not got to the main bit. So he starts laughing and says, well, normally I don't I don't put the anaesthetic into both your lower and your upper because you'll be falling this for a few hours and you might swallow your tongue. I says, I'll be all right. So he starts pumping me full of this anaesthetic. And I said to him, well, you might as well do both sides while I'm here. <laughs> Top and pop. <laughs> so he takes it out. And then I'm like trying to feel with my tongue, but it's a bit numb. And he says, right, that's it then. I will do the other one next time because it's going to be too much anaesthetic. And I said, you've still not took the right <laughs> tooth out. So he has a look and he's only gone and took the wrong tooth out totally. <laughs> So he walks back into the room where Jen's waiting <laughs> in the next waiting door. Room. 
And he says... He pops his head round and he <laughs> Over said... To you. Yeah, and he said... And he's really trying to stop himself from laughing. He says, we will just be a little while longer. And I went, oh, is everything all right? And I'm thinking, oh, this big guy is... Oh, bloody hell, Carl, you fainted. He's fainted on the chair. He doesn't like dentists and, oh, my God, he's going to faint and we're just going to have to wait a little bit. And, he, and then he says, oh, no, I says, is he all right? Is he all right? He went, oh, yes, he's fine. He says, it's me. I take the wrong teeth out. <laughs> well, I could not stop laughing. But oh, bonus was I was absolutely peeing myself. With bonus laughing. was he came back, he came back, took, and it, took out, it out, and when we came to he pay, got no teeth left. When we came to pay, he only charged us for two. We got <laughs> we got two for two. Four for no, four for two. <laughs> two for one. Oh, that was such a brilliant day. I could not stop laughing for ages. And then all the rest of the day, you've got your faces like down. It's gone down about three inch. I put a peg on my tongue just so I could keep it from swallowing it. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Anyway. But the funny thing is, I'm going back to the same dentist. Tap my bottom. Make sure he looks bottom. Tap my bottom teeth straightened out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's another gripe. But anybody well, with I'll save that one anybody for with day. a uh, sense of humour is uh, is all right in my eye. <laughs> I hope, just hope it pulls the right ones out. Anyway, I think we'll, that. I think that's I think we'll, sum it, we'll round it off at that. <laughs> Give me two yeah. Just thinking about it. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's that it's that bloody drill sound, isn't it? <laughs> you're only going in for a checkup, and you sit down, and you. They'll shout somebody and then next minute, yeah. <laughs> Sucker starts going. It's... And then it's that. And it's the eye wobble thing you get while they're doing it. I think it's a higher sound. Well, it that. is, but I can't do it that high up. <laughs> you know, my vocal cords, I've only got a particular range. I'm not a black and decker. <laughs> Just call me Dremel. <laughs> But to me, it's not the. <laughs> it's not the. Or the. <laughs> it's that cold air, what they're blowing. Yeah, that, no, they suck, it's sucking. No, they blow. They also blow. <laughs> the sucking's that, all right, that's your saliva. If you, if you do bottom. that for long enough, you actually get that cold air feeling. <laughs> I don't like them. No, they do blow it, and then you're like, oh, that's when it hurts a nerve. Anyway. <laughs> and I then think... they always get your tongue on it, don't they? <laughs> 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 it takes your and tongue around say, the back of your Can head. you just swill in this? Oh. So <laughs> spit in this receptacle. <laughs> it was all over dentist's hands. <laughs> anyway, on that anyway, note, yeah, I think real. we're going to call it a day yeah. because we're into a few minutes and I don't think there'll be much longer left on our cameras <laughs> yeah we've enjoyed that I think it's about 2.30 it's about 4.30 <laughs> yeah so. well done yeah I hope you've enjoyed that everybody um, anything else you want to add just before we go very no, quickly no I can save it till next time okay okay alright thanks for listening thanks for being with us we'll see you next time <laughs> bye oh while I think about it oh. don't forget to send us some Confession time stories, anything you want, anything funny, what's happened to you. Yeah. can be any topic whatsoever, because we've not had any for a bit. Yeah, anything that triggers that little brain to go. Just something to oh, give I us a little talk about. So, anyway, we'll see you next time on next next week's Talk About. bye 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 Okay, so you've been listening to the Carl and Jenny Talk About podcast. 
that's it for this week. All music is provided by epidemicsounds.com and our podcast host is buzzsprout.com. If you'd like further information or even get yourself a discount by using their services, use the links in the show notes to find out more about them. See you next time.